Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Am I the Jerk video. I hope I don't come off as a jerk, but... Could you hit the like and subscribe buttons down below? I'd really appreciate it. That said, our first story of the day is by Dearly Oh Wow. Am I the jerk for asking my sister and brother-in-law to move out after three years of supporting them after family tragedy? About three years ago, my sister and her husband lost their three young children in a really bad car accident. My sister barely survived but pulled through. They had two daughters who were eight and six and a three-year-old son. I won't go into specifics surrounding the accident or their deaths because it's quite frankly horrific. My sister and I are 10 months apart and have always been extremely close. At the time of my nieces and nephews' deaths, I was living alone in a three-bedroom home and offered for them to live with me. They were both, understandably, too unable to function to go back to work, and we all needed each other. I didn't want them to have to worry about money or losing their home after what had happened. I've supported them emotionally and financially pretty much ever since it's happened. They both refused to go to therapy and still both aren't working. I have a good job, but it's not an easily manageable thing, and I really didn't expect it to go on so long. About a year and a half ago, I met my current fiancé. We clicked immediately and got engaged six months later. We're due to get married next October. I've been trying to drop hints to my sister about wanting my house back to myself to live in with my fiancé, but she's not picked up on it. My fiancé has grown increasingly frustrated with me, saying I'm very obviously being taken advantage of. Last weekend, I straight up told my sister I needed to talk to her and told her that I wanted my house back and to live with my partner alone before getting married and starting to have children. She got upset and went running to our mom, who called me a jerk for not considering how my sister would feel about that. It hasn't been mentioned since, but both my sister and brother-in-law are hardly talking to me. Am I the jerk? While I think the situation is awful and I think what OP did for them is amazing, there is a certain point where you would have some kind of expectation for them to reacclimate, right? You obviously wouldn't want to push them out of the home and say, alright, you've been here long enough, get out. But at some point, you need to be able to return to your life, and I feel like there's an expectation, especially after three years, that they're able to grow beyond having to stay with their own brother. Frankly, I don't think Opie's the jerk in the situation, considering it's been three years. And if the mother is that concerned and that upset about it, and if the couple are still not ready to move out on their own or try to reacclimate, then the mom should go and take them in and see how they deal with that. What do you guys think? Do you agree with me? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is by Throwaway GF Towel. Am I the jerk for unpacking my girlfriend's towel? I, 31-year-old male, and my girlfriend, 25-year-old female, have been dating for about two years. My girlfriend has beautiful hair that seems a lot more low-maintenance than most women I know. She doesn't use a hundred different hair products, nor does she blow dry it. 
and honestly doesn't take her long to style her hair or anything. However, she always insists on using this special towel to dry her hair. She insists that she can't use any regular towel for her hair. She gets mad if I use her hair towel as a regular towel too. She says that towel should only be used for her hair. She even bought an extra one of these towels that she keeps in her drawer at my place. She also takes the towel with her when she goes on vacation. I usually don't mind it, since the towel doesn't take up much space, and it's better than listening to a hairdryer all the time. But it's a bit weird because I don't know anyone else who has a towel just for their hair. For Thanksgiving, we traveled to see my family. Before the trip, I asked my girlfriend to leave her towel at home since we'll be staying at my parents' house. I didn't want my family to think she was weird or make fun of her. Since we planned to leave early in the morning, girlfriend spent the night at my place. I noticed that she had packed the towel she kept at my place in her suitcase. When she was asleep, I took the towel out. She didn't notice the towel was gone until after we got to my parents' house. I thought it was okay, and my girlfriend didn't seem mad at all during the whole trip. However, when we got back in my place, my girlfriend got into her car and drove off without saying goodbye. She texted me later saying she's mad at me because of that stupid towel and she needs some space. I keep calling and texting her but she won't respond. My friends think she's being overly dramatic, but my girlfriend isn't that type of person. Now I'm wondering if I messed up. Am I the jerk? Now, I don't know if she's being dramatic, but to me, having a towel specifically for their hair that they want to keep with them all the time whenever they go somewhere honestly seems like a pretty small compromise to me. If somebody told me they had a towel specifically for drying their hair with or wrapping their hair up with, and they prefer to just use that towel specifically, I'd be like, okay, I don't really understand, but that's fine. What's too weird about that that you feel so self-conscious about what they like to do that you're willing to go behind their back and take it out of their luggage so they can't embarrass you with a towel? To me, I think OP is definitely the jerk in this situation. What do you guys think? Our next story is by AITI Throwoffy. Am I the jerk for getting mad at my wife for not feeding our kids despite being sick? Five days ago, my brother called me to let me know we had a pretty bad storm coming. Asked me to drive up to help him patch up some stuff. He has livestock and didn't want to risk them getting injured. My wife said she and our two sons, four and six, would stay at home, not wanting to risk getting stuck during the storm. Three days ago, she called to let me know she and the boys were sick. I asked if she wanted me back early. My brother could have dealt with the rest on his own. She said no, and so I stayed. Storm hit pretty bad, and I didn't get home until last night. I got in, and my oldest, non-verbal autistic, was really clingy. I didn't think much of it. He's always like this when he's sick youngest was sleeping. This morning he gets up and is clinging to me as well, which he usually doesn't do. Let's me know he's hungry, so I make breakfast and they both finish it. Olda signs, more, and the youngest agrees. At this point I'm concerned. To get our oldest to eat is a struggle, and it's worse when he's sick. I get them more as asked, but I ask my youngest what's going on. He tells me, mama is too sick. I ask about it, and she confirms she was too sick to make them food. So all they'd been mostly living on was whatever the boys could grab for themselves. Although the lower cupboards are filled with little snacks, gummies, crisps, the like, which is all they had for three days. We were running low anyway, so who knows when the snacks ran out. We had none left, I checked. I got mad. I told her she can't let our kids live on junk just because she doesn't want to get up and make food. She says she was too sick. I say she should have called for help. 
She has a sister less than 10 minutes away. Her parents are around the corner from us. My parents are 30 minutes in a car, but I know they would have driven down. There is absolutely no reason to let them go hungry. On top of the fact that I offered to come home and look after the boys so she can rest up. She's claiming I'm insensitive. I don't know how sick she's been, etc. Her older sister came over to help but mainly to call me an abusive husband, essentially saying that if I cared that much, I should have taken the boys to my brothers with me, which I was going to, but my wife literally asked to stay at home with them. Her parents are also siding with her, saying that a few days without set meals is hardly neglect. My parents are disgusted with her behavior, but have told me to let it rest until she and the boys are better. I don't know if I'm being irrational or not, but I feel like if food was going amiss, what else was she neglecting? Their teeth brushing? Our oldest isn't potty trained. Was she leaving him wet for hours on end? I get she's sick and wasn't thinking straight. I do feel a little bad as she does seem worse this afternoon, but my kids deserve better. Am I the jerk here? I absolutely think that parenting, even if you're sick, doesn't have time off. You can't just choose not to feed your kids and go, okay kids, just find something to eat, mama's too sick. Obviously it didn't happen like that, but... The point still stands. Like OP said, there were a number of people nearby who surely would have heard, Hey, I'm feeling really sick. I can't really work up the energy to make my kids a dinner. Can you come over and help? And they almost certainly would. Shoot, I have relatives I've probably barely talked to in years, and they probably still would come over and help out in a situation like that. I think OP is definitely not the jerk. This next story is by an anonymous poster. Am I the jerk for keeping an unedited wedding photo in my personal space and not having any sympathy when it upset mother-in-law? My husband and I have been married for five years, and his mom is the bane of my existence. She is the death by a thousand cuts type and manages to be smug and condescending while playing it off as being dumb. I'm not feminine enough for her, her son doesn't make enough money, and I'm not the doting wife she envisioned. In short, we embarrass her. Mother-in-law is a huge girly girl, super vain, cares a lot about how she looks. She viewed my wedding as her little beauty pageant and acted like she was the one getting married. I gave her a lot of leeway because she was going through a divorce and lashing out. She broke down crying and had a rare, genuine moment. And then I was just like, screw it. You can have your too light, too sparkly dress. It obviously means a lot to you. Anyway, the night before our wedding, her and father-in-law, her soon-to-be ex, got into a little fight at the rehearsal dinner and left to go duke it out in the hall. One thing led to another, and father-in-law's girlfriend found them in bed together that night. She's a special kind of petty, and went out and bought actual black ink, like for a pen, and doused both of them in it while they slept to mark them as cheaters. But more so mother-in-law, because, you know, sexism and it's always the woman's fault. Sarcasm. This stuff would not wash off. Half of her hair was dyed black, while the other half was very, very blonde. One cheek was black and it was awful. She spent all morning scrubbing but to no avail. She was freaking out and wanted to skip the wedding because she was so embarrassed. But my mom talked her down and my photographer promised that he could edit all the pictures to make her look normal. She ended up getting another dress last minute to draw less attention I guess and sulked the day of but... The photographer worked his magic and my pictures came out great. Also mother-in-law and father-in-law are very happily back together and at least father-in-law can laugh about that day. I did however ask him for a copy of the original because come on, it's funny. I keep it on display in my bathroom. 
and when mother-in-law boundary stops, I look at it. I pretty much forgot because it's been years and I stopped paying attention. I hosted my in-laws recently, and brother-in-law's toddler peed all over my bathroom during a tantrum, and his mom was making him clean it, cue massive screaming and crying, and that was going to take a while, so I told mother-in-law she could use the master bathroom, because I'm an idiot and I forgot. Mother-in-law came out pissed and demanded to know why I had that picture. I said it was my wedding picture, and I can display it wherever I want it. She began to throw a fit about how I hate her and I enjoy seeing her suffer, and this is proof that I've always hated her. Father-in-law tried to calm her down and said it was objectively funny, and he has a picture of her with the ink, flipping him off in his home office. She said that was different because he loves her, but I'm just a crappy person and it's different because I'm a woman. I had to text her today, and she still seems a bit sulky. Uh, I'm a little on the fence because the mother kind of deserves it with the behavior, but also I feel like even if I was in the mother-in-law's position, having a picture like that where you've got the ink stained on you, knowing somebody keeps a picture of you like that in their bathroom, would actually kind of make me feel some type of way. I'm gonna lean in the direction of maybe everybody's kind of a jerk here. What do you guys think? Even if the mother-in-law does deserve it because of the attitude, it is still kind of a jerk move to hang a photo of them like that up in your bathroom. And our final story of the day is by SweetGrand9125. Am I the jerk for refusing to stay in a tent so my stepsister can have my bedroom over the Christmas break? Hi, I'm wanting to seek advice on whether I'm the jerk for refusing to stay in a tent for over two weeks so that my stepsister can have my bedroom over the Christmas break. I, 20-year-old female, have just finished my second year of university and I recently returned home for the summer because my lease is finished at my flat and also to make some extra money working for the new university year. I'm living at home in one of the spare bedrooms in our house and I'm not paying board to my mom because she doesn't make us when we're at university and trying to save for the next year. If I was working and living at home, then she would make me pay board. My mom and stepdad in total have six kids and only three bedrooms. However, the reason not everyone has their own room is because my three stepsisters are either living with their mom or moved out in their own place. Currently, only me and my brother are living at home and the other spare bedrooms for my youngest stepsister, who my stepdad has part custody of and regularly comes to stay, so it's only fair she has her own bedroom here. Recently, my mom came to me and asked if I would stay in a tent for two to three weeks with a proper bed mattress in it, so that my eldest stepsister, who's working and already moved out, can stay in my bedroom with her boyfriend. She had already asked my older brother, who refused. At first I said yes to appease my mom, but after thinking about it a bit more, I've come to realize how unfair this is. How come my stepsister gets top priority over me, who's living here? I know that I'm not paying board and I can't lay a claim to a room, but I'm working full time at the hospital starting at 8am which is 30 minutes from our house, meaning that I'll be waking up at 6.30am to get ready for work. All my clothes are in the bedroom, and I wouldn't have access to the room when my stepsister and her boyfriend are sleeping in there, and I doubt they'll be up that early for me to get anything. I'm also currently doing a big psychology research and methods summer school paper right now on top of work, and have a lab report due around the time she's there, and I need a space where I can complete that work without distraction. I can't help but feel ostracized from the family by being kicked out of the bedroom for another sibling. 
and it makes me feel like I don't have a proper home to come back to. The house is technically my stepfather's house and not my mum's, which I know probably makes a difference. But as a mixed family, isn't it important to make everyone feel like they have a place in the family and household to come back to? If I was coming home for just a visit, I had no problem staying in a tent, but it makes me feel pretty bad being kicked out of my bedroom so my sister and her boyfriend can have it. My boyfriend's family also lives in our area, so if they really wanted to, she could stay at their house to have a bedroom. So Reddit, am I being the jerk here? You know, I feel like considering they're getting the bedroom, they can sleep in the tent for two to three weeks, right? If the mother and father counter with, well, it'll be comfortable, it'll be nice, we'll put a bed out there you'll have everything you'll need. If that's the case, why can't the stepsister do that for the two to three weeks? Then if they're staying there after that, they can have the room because OP will be gone, right? Or if OP is not leaving and it's only them that are staying there for the two to three weeks, then I feel like it should be more than understandable that all the rooms are taken up. They can make accommodations as nice as they can for somebody that's visiting for two to three weeks. Why do they have to uproot somebody from their own room? I think OP is not the jerk. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.